You are now tuned in to Two Studs in a Pod with a dynamic duo of Blaze and Meech, a podcast giving you a candid glimpse into the world of super terrific Uber dykes, but you can call us studs. This week, we're dialing up better times and looking back to the good old days when we lived to see our favorite AOL screen name online. Now let's get into it. Meech, drop the beat. Two studs in a pie. You already know it's Blaze. And the homie Meech. This week we're feeling nostalgic as we reminisce about the times when Black Planet and phone chat lines ruled the world. But before we enter the chat, Meech, fill us in on how you've been maintaining this week during these crazy times. <laughs> Man, this week has been pretty crazy. I can't even front like a lot's been going on. A lot of people I know have been catching the corona. So it's been stressful. Had to work which was even more stressful because uh, we had a fire at work. Not a real fire, but, you know, like an emergency. It had servers going down, so I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Mm. So it's been it's been real stressful, but, um, you know, just trying to get through it, um, praying for everybody that I know that has been diagnosed with the corona and praying that everybody else does their part, stays safe, and tries to flatten the curve by staying their asses home, man. Yeah, what you been up to? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just quarantine. I haven't been, I think this might be like the first real week where I really haven't left, left the house even to do the grocery run. Um, because we had groceries delivered and just been living off of what we, what we already had. So we wouldn't have to go out and get, get any more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, I had a few months ago, I made, a garden area for for wifey because she wanted a garden so bad <laughs> so uh, uh made a garden area for her and you know things grew we've eaten things from there so it's been that's been pretty cool um but you know it got overgrown and things had died you know it was just time to clean it up so i spent the day doing that and um it was uh it was it was hot out there i mean i know where you are it's, it, you said it was cool and and stuff like that yeah, but cool it's definitely hot and, yeah <laughs> hot, hot where i'm at yeah so the weather here the weather here has been um extremely extremely hot and uh, they even call it oppressive heat Damn. today yeah. <laughs> whatever that means yes well let me tell you it's so hot like the dog didn't even want to go outside we were like both of us in the middle of the day i'm like oh you need to go outside she's looking at me like no you need to go outside <laughs> damn <laughs> Yeah. So it's been, um, you know, it's been like that. Um, I did my first video birthday thing, you know, my nephew's birthday passed. And so I just spent the morning with him video chatting because that's the only way we can kind of link yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot so. my niece's birthday. I had to uh, do the FaceTime thing with her and my one of my nephew's birthdays too. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that we've gotten caught up and we're obviously way over Miss Rona, um, let's get into our first segment, which is Greenpeace. And that's the portion of our show where we like to share new trends, uh, any podcasts, books, shows, or whatever other things we found new and amusing uh, to keep us entertained. Uh, Meech, what has been keeping your attention or at least keeping you distracted lately? 
<laughs> um, well, what's fresh on my mind is yesterday I binge watched Money Heist, but oh, season yeah. four because I've already seen the rest of the season. The beginning, so, yeah, yeah. That show is so dope, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I couldn't like I was mad that it was over. I was like, what episode eight? That's it. I need. Some I time. know. I was already googling it. Like, when is the next season come out or whatever? So hopefully this uh, this corona will blow over so they can start taping that because. It was a large yeah, gap. My favorite. It was a large yeah. gap between the um the last episode of what they last showed and this one. But um I think a lot of the reason behind that is because they didn't expect the show to become to be so popular. Like yeah. it was already filmed. Like it's they showed in different countries. It's filmed in Spain. That's like one yeah. of my favorite shows on Netflix. And um, so I know like a lot about it because I even watched the thing afterwards about it. Oh, I don't damn. know. They robbing banks in, <laughs> in like an ill way. So, you know, that's my, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like so, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So I know about that show. I know a lot about that show. It's like, I love that show. And um, yeah. So they weren't expecting for it to be so popular. So I think that's another thing that caught them off guard because they were like, they were like over it already. And then all of a sudden Netflix bought it and yeah. Bam, and then yeah. they said that they taped like season three and four together, so they're probably going to tape season five and six together. Yeah. And then they yeah. release them whenever they want. So, but I need yeah. to, I need them to come on because I'm ready. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that yeah. show is that show is, is is pretty it's pretty good. Like just the way that they even think about think about it, and they they get you in that way where just when you're like, oh, and then yeah. something else happens, it's like, over. Damn. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Really definitely. Join um, the so, couple. Um. Netflix parties with wifey because you know we're still quarantined from each other. So um I had her watch yeah. uh Hentified and um a couple other things we just been catching up on, but um that's that's it for, for the Netflix shows. What about you? Um well uh since we've got all the time right now, um uh, what I've been doing lately in my free time if I'm out out in the yard is um, watching random shows on Netflix with, with Nikki. And uh, recently, <laughs> what we watched was something about L.A. It was a show about L.A., um, about Mr. Cartoon, who is a, uh, a tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. He also did, like, old school graffiti. He's, like, a big um, figure in L.A. culture um, mm-hmm. and hip-hop culture. And he was big with, like, Eminem. And uh, and especially in, when Eminem was was the was the greatest, you know, at, at his time when it was his, yeah. the Eminem era. Yeah, he was really uh, in with Eminem. And um, so in the show, they're talking about um, different homeboys of theirs, and they had this one homeboy that they they mentioned that um, he was a avid heroin <laughs> user uh, oh, wow. in his in his time. Yeah, and. That it was pos- that it, it's possible by the way they worded this that they may or may not have stuck an ice cube up his butt what? in order to stop him from <laughs> from having an overdose. Okay, and I I learned something new in that moment that if you stick if somebody is ODing on heroin you stick an ice cube up their ass and and that brings them back. I mean that would definitely bring me back. I mean <laughs> probably from death. Yeah, <laughs> stuck an ice cube up my well, butthole. How does that work? I don't know. I don't know that I would 
know anybody that would be ODing from heroin, let alone right. stick an ice cube up anybody's <laughs> butt. But okay. <laughs> Whatever so, works, right? You know, that was one of those moments where when they say it on the TV, you look at each other and you're like, did he just say what I think he said? <laughs> I was like, well, that was All something right. new that I learned. <laughs> That's something That's new that I learned this something. week. <laughs> but um on a on a better note um i did get a chance to do a little bit of reading um and there was an article that was actually recently published by new york times tea culture magazine and there's a feature on it uh in it on uh masculine presenting women specifically studs and butches oh. like we're actually <laughs> mentioned as studs and butches and they have spoken to many uh different artists who identify as studs and butches and a little bit of the background and the meanings of the of the words and where they came from and how they're used and the people who um the words uh represent so i thought that that was pretty uh interesting and empowering to see us in such a major uh publish uh published article mm-hmm. and you know being represented and being seen for you know, you gotta share that the... link with me so I could check it out. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I even posted something I think uh, in our story uh, about it too. Uh, but it's on I know that's on NewYorkTimes.com, uh, so you can look for it there. It's called the the uh, the rub. Nah, uh, don't make me lie now. Now I can't even think of what, <laughs> what the article's called. <laughs> it's all but, good. Check check that. Oh, the renegades, the renegades. I was gonna say the revengers. <laughs> <laughs> you creating a whole new super team. I know. Well, wife, you had me watch some weird um, descendants or something like that oh, on uh, Disney Plus, and I was the, like, the "What descendants. am I watching?" <laughs> yes. So that was something new that I discovered this week. The descendants. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing. Um, another article, and this is the complete opposite on the spectrum of the, the first article. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like the New York Times Tea Culture magazine article is like up upper echelon <laughs> compared to this. Right. But apparently, guys are getting beads shoved into their penis skin to have better sex. What? What the? What the? What is wrong with them? Um. I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. But as soon as I started reading this article, I was like, thank God that I'm a lesbian. (laughs) Because, first of all, I can't even imagine what it would be like to be a guy and feel the need to have a bead shoved in my man parts to, you know, be satisfying. I don't (laughs) know. Maybe they're trying to compete with some of the uh, the dildos out there yeah, that have the beads in them. And the crazy part is a lot of them like end up having complications. I'm like, oh, you, think? you think? Like that's supposed that's an Audi, not an any. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? No, man. That's no no bueno right there. That is a no so, no. Yeah, when I Let's saw that, I was like, toy. this is a different end of the spectrum. <laughs> I did see, speaking of new things, I did see that there's a new um Tiger King episode. Did you happen yeah. to I haven't check that seen out at But that was on our uh on our Netflix party list, but we didn't get to it. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't, I haven't, um, we haven't watched that either. So I have to, I saw the best, um, 
Easter egg of uh, the Tiger King. What's his name? Joe Exotica. And it was like Joe Egg Exotica with the E-G-E. Really? And they had like decorated it like him and everything. And they painted another egg like a tiger. It was the funniest shit I saw. Oh my God. Floating around the, the internet. Tiger King's everywhere. Like everywhere. half the emails at, at work are like, hey, cool cats and kittens yeah. or whatever it is she says. <laughs> Like, okay. Well, you know, you watch that crazy hot mess, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a mess. Yes. Yes, definitely a hot mess. Mm-hmm. So that does it for Green Peas this week. Now let's get into the main event with a segment we like to call Stewed Peas, where we chop it up about our topic of the week. And this week, we're taking it old school and remembering those awesome chat lines and chat rooms. Uh, Meech, were you ever heavy into the AOL chat room scene or phone chat lines or how was your uh, chat line experience? I was I was definitely heavy into the AOL chat rooms. I think I met two of my first internet girlfriends there. Um, it was just you know, it was just fun. It was something to do. The dial up had to wait, connect, yeah, and then just that, searching that for the chat room. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and nobody could be on the phone because exactly. it was on the phone and you couldn't oh. use it. Yeah. If my mom picked up and, and cut Killed me off from talking yeah. to my... That would be mad as shit, bro. Yeah. AOL chat rooms, man. That, that, those were the good old days, man. Yo, my mom played me. Like, my mom played me. She was like, oh, I'm going to put a second line in the house so that one could be dedicated to the... to the. Um, first, it was supposed to be my line, like my own phone line. You know, that's about the age where you start using the phone a lot. Right. Yeah. And then... All of a sudden, and then all suddenly we got a computer, and and now that's gonna be the phone. That's the phone dedicated phone line because nobody wants uh-huh. to get cut off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Or the phone would always be busy because you everybody would be online all the time. So anyway, yep. I won't play me like that. But go ahead. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> nah, yeah, you're good. Um, yeah. So all chat rooms. I mean, I would try to find the lesbian chat rooms for sure because that was around the time when I was a teenager. You know, so I was like. I didn't know where to talk to females in real life. Right, I didn't think right. I knew anybody, you know, that was a lesbian or gay or bisexual or even curious when I was a kid. So I stay in them lesbian chat rooms. Sometimes it'd be like, you know, we'd be getting catfished. And other times I would, you know, hit them with the ASL and see if they want to start a private chat in uh yeah, good times like yeah private chats i forgot about those yeah you're having your old private chat on the sideline yep. while everybody was talking in the yep. main group and you'd that's have to keep like track of both of them yeah exactly <laughs> that's how i learned how to type fast and and multitask that's Yo, all that shit on my resumes keep a few keep a few thought processes going Yo. on you might have a then few chats to... open at that you gotta scroll back to make sure you type in the right information to the right person because yes I forgot <laughs> You Damn, might have she, some did I ask her this already? Yeah. Did she answer this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep, man. Yeah, trying to keep the conversations the same so I'm not fucking up. They know I'm yeah. talking to a whole bunch of people. Yo, for real. Yeah. Just calling everybody baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I always try to find... Um, rooms i guess like where people were closer to me so that we could try to link up and stuff like that but yeah i don't know it was uh it wasn't always you know that's not always the case especially when you're dealing dealing online but aol man that was the that was the the hot shit back in the day and everybody was chatting i mean 
everybody was chatting. It didn't even everybody. matter. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. <laughs> Young everybody. people, old people, everybody. Yeah. Did you so you never um you never really fucked with the phone chat? The phone chat? Nah, line? I never really did the phone chat lines. I was oh, um, man. I had too many people in my house. I could never get the phone. So Oh nah. Yeah, I just stuck with the AOL chat lines because we had a separate line because my, you know, my brother was into IT and all that shit. So my mom got the line for him. So I would just be on the AOL chats all the time. Yeah, I mean, on the AOL chats, I did meet. I remember meeting this one girl on the on the AOL chat. Um, I mean, in person, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like that. And I had told my mom that we met in the sneaker store or yeah. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like I couldn't tell my mom I was just meeting this. Girl, right, random first time ever. Yeah, it's random people online. Like, so I had to come up with something, and that was it. I was like, "Yeah, we were in a secret store, and you know, we were looking at the same pair of sneakers." <laughs> I know. All the times we could have got snatched up, boy. I Yo, had for met, real. Um, I had met a girl in in this store. It was popping back in the day, Active Warehouse. So I was like, "All right, we can meet there because I knew the store was gonna be crowded." And um, she worked there. She was older. And uh, we ended up linking up and, like, going out on a couple dates. But, like, from AOL chat room to, you know, going to some dates, it was it was wild. Because I didn't know who the hell I was going to meet in this store. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. But I actually yeah, I mean, I had a... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, AOL was... Um, it was all right. But for me, it was really the phone chats. Like, the phone chats oh, yeah. where I really got, got it popping. Yeah, because a phone chat was, like... You know, you you call, you leave your little message, your little sexy message in your little sexy voice, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get your music playing in the background, and boom. And you used to record that joint so many times just to get it just right. That's your little intro. And, yeah, so once I started, I don't even know how I found out about the chat line numbers. But once I got the chat line number, I was ridiculous with it. Like, it was, it was crazy, yeah. <laughs> I think I, if I would have known about them, I probably would have been more active in them. Yeah, I was definitely active in those. I was linking up with chicks um, all the time. Like, you'll meet me at the park. <laughs> you'll meet me at the park. Because, you know, like, I'm young. I don't have a vehicle or anything like that. Right. Yeah, I was like, you'll meet me at the park. I would I would hop on the, hop on, um, on the metro quick, fast, and in a hurry, especially, um, like, high school days and stuff like that when I had the free metro, <laughs> the free metro car. Yo, I was riding everywhere for free. Between counties, back and forth, I could get anywhere, and I could tell you I'll be there at whatever time. And most of the time was I was going to meet girls like I had met on the phone chat line. I remember even um running up the phone bill on a phone chat line so bad. Ugh. To this day, I don't think Sprint will let me get a phone with them. Oh damn! <laughs> yes, because <laughs> like especially as I got older, like older high school, like junior, senior, whatever, I started mm-hmm. really hanging out with some. With a lot of punks that I, that I knew, like you know, we call them like gay guys, you know, gay guys that mm-hmm. you know that would run stunts and things like that. And so they would teach me some stuff. <laughs> they would teach me some of their stunts, like when it would come to the to the phone. And so I would be running those stunts just so I could be on the phone chat line. Damn. Yes. <laughs> and literally, you sit there, you spend like I don't know how long, like recording this perfect message just to keep pushing buttons and listening to the messages over and over and over mm. again until um 
like you find a message you like, right? Like you hear somebody's voice and you push a button and you're like, hey, what's good? Like, or whatever you say, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you're like, yo, what's, what's popping? Little mama, I like your voice. You sound sexy, girl. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then they would like accept your thing and say something back. Eventually you would push a button. Now I just remember you push a button and you would connect and now y'all having a whole phone call and talking oh, to wow. each other. Yeah. Yes. And then you would see where where it went from there. But <laughs> yeah, man, forward That's chat was cool. dangerous. Yes, I would do that shit sitting on the bus. Oh wow. Yeah. Yes, on the way to somebody else's house. Damn. Shit was crazy. Did you ever have like a real relationship with somebody you met? Um. I mean, online. I met that? online, but we never met in real life. I had a relationship with this girl from like. I don't for like three years. I was like fourteen or fifteen, and we just stayed in touch for like mad long. And we even like, like I would see pictures of her. Like I had chatted with her cousins. Um, we spoke. We ended up speaking on the phone. Sent pictures and stuff back and forth. But she lived in Jersey. You know, I don't really venture to Jersey much. Or I didn't <laughs> back in those days because you know I was I was a teenager. So I was I would have to hop on the on the bus or hop on the train and then catch the New Jersey Transit and all that shit. I wasn't doing that, but um, yeah, it went on for like three years. Like she ended up like after we stopped really going on chats and stuff like that. We both had the two way pagers. We was pay- talking to each other through the two ways and all that. Like it was it was heavy. Like we would talk to each other all the time, and then um. We lost touch somehow. I think I had graduated high school or whatever, and I'm in college now, so I'm not really, you know, with all that foolishness anymore. And then she ended up, like, writing me a letter, like, this long-ass letter and all this stuff about, you know, whatever happened and still trying to talk to me, but I never replied to the letter. I guess I'm kind of an asshole, but whatever, you know? But, yeah, (laughs) so then by then I had met another chick on the um, AOL chats, but she lived in Cali. And like twenty years later, we still talk to this day. Damn, for real? Yeah, it's just a homie now, though, you know. But like back then, we were, you know, we were trying to talk like that, but it just never happened. Even when man, I, I remember, really. I remember cat. I, I mean, I don't know if you really want to call it catfish. I mean, I guess maybe, but I lied about my age. I used to lie about my age like crazy, and it was this <laughs> lady. <laughs> I mean, I was like fifteen, sixteen, like you know, right. I'm right. trying to get to these these women. So, I remember I was talking to this lady. This lady was like 40 years old, bro. Oh, and she thought I was at least of age. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, we car- we carried on this conversation for a long time, like months. And then finally, I was like, man, I'm like 16. Or like, I'm like 17 or something like that. Yeah. She was like, what? But she was like, you know what? I'm still willing to... And now that I think about it, I'm like, Chester, Chester. For real. <laughs> I was like, damn, you were a cougar. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to catch me. Man, early. That's how they try to get you. Yeah, you know? and train you, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, That's oh, why. trying to get me mad early. Yeah. But, yeah, that joint was crazy. I'm trying to think of anybody else I ever, um, like, serious... A relationship online, nah, like more so from the phone chat, but not 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 AOL. I did have this one girlfriend, and she was in Chicago, but that didn't really, that didn't really pan out. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really have any like serious relationships because a lot of the people I was meeting were from out of town, you know. 
Right. Then I ended up with a girlfriend when I was talking to the girl from Cali. And I'm like, a long distance relationship or immediate, you know, something. So yeah. that relationship ended up kind of breaking up the long distance relationship. I think the same thing happened like um, with Black Planet. Did you ever spend any time on Black oh, Planet? Oh, yeah. Black Chat? Planet, yeah. Day. <laughs> what, what were the, all the freaking MySpace? All the, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Black Planet definitely was on there. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, yeah. Probably yeah. had a couple of, I had a lot of online relationships. <laughs> Not a, if, if that's what you want to call them. But yeah. I don't know. I just never, I met up with one girl. And then her cousin was, like, from my town. And then we ended up, like, meeting up with their cousins. And somehow, like, me and their cousins ended up becoming, like, really good friends. Like, we still talk to this day. But the girl, I haven't seen her since, like, that first time we met up. It's crazy how shit works out. For real. Because I did not. I don't keep up with that. I do remember. I remember (laughs) meeting this one chick. And she was swore me down. Like, I'm going to forget. It wasn't. It had to have been on the phone. It wasn't. It wasn't online. But she swung me up and down. She could cook and blah blah blah. And I was like, all right. So I went all the way to her house. And now, this is me on the metro, right? Like, I'm footing it. I'm doing all that. Get to homegirl's house so we could chill, whatever. And I get there. First of all, she does not look like anything that she described. She got the car looking like Freddie Jackson. Yes, okay, exactly. <laughs> Those are my thoughts, exactly. Oh, I, damn. I was like, okay. But, you know, I'm not going to be um, rude and be like, nah, like that. I'm like, all right, you know, I came all the way down here. At least let me get a plate. You feel me? Right, right. <laughs> so I get there, and I could tell you all I can remember was the corn from the can on the plate. Oh, no. And I don't remember what else it was, but I thought she was going. she was trying to, like, poison me <laughs> and and maybe she had a collection of studs somewhere in her backyard you know what i'm saying <laughs> can't be uh, eating from everybody man yes i think she's still waiting for me to come back from uh taking her garbage out oh, <laughs> but, oh that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man i was like i'll be right back never very yeah, yeah nah. right mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no. No, I was yeah. I was skeptical about meeting people in person. Like that's why I had to like do the send me pictures and all that stuff shit with the AOL chats. Yeah, but still then sending me pictures, I mean yeah, you I know. catfish, I that's catfish. not yeah. Yeah. I don't know if okay. people were too hip to the catfishing back then. Maybe, because I was probably doing it too. But yeah. Yes, I mean, I know I hit, hit him off with a little catfish. And like I said, now that you thought I was, I don't even remember how old she thought I was. But I was definitely not as old as she thought I was, that's for sure. Yeah, because yeah, when you're online, you could be whoever you wanted to be. You didn't have yeah. to be who you were. And that's how it is now for folks. But some of us have more conscious than <laughs> other. <laughs> that sound means it's time for too many peas in the pot. This is the part of the show where we like to answer a few questions we've received and share with y'all some of the comments and reviews we've gotten from our listeners. This week, we've got a question from Steph in Palm Beach. Her question is, 
My girlfriend's baby daddy is non-existent, and I feel like sometimes I have to pick up the financial slack of him being a deadbeat. Do you have any advice on how to deal with the financial burdens of an absentee father? Uh, Meech, do you have um, any uh, thoughts on this? I have a couple thoughts. Um, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think there's some questions that need to be asked here. Like, did you know, you know, what you were getting yourself into? Like, you know, up front, I feel like if you know she has kids and you guys are going to be in a serious relationship, at some point you kind of have to help out with certain things. That's just how it is, you know. Um, how I think you should deal with it. I mean, I feel like she should like take the dude to court or, you know, that should be between her and him. But at the end of the day, if you're trying to be with her and you're gonna, you know, be a part of her children's lives, then, you know, if the kids are not eating, I would hope that you would help out with some money there and groceries. But I guess whatever happens between, you know, your girl and the baby daddy, like she needs to step up. And, you know, do her part in trying to get child support or whatever it is from him. Um, At the end of the day, like, that's her responsibility. It's not really up to you. Like, what can you do? You know what I mean? Besides call, like, you know, a private investigator and try to find a dude. Like, do you really want to do all that? But I don't know. I just feel like at the end of the day, like, if you want to be in her life and, you know, you made that choice to be with her and you know that she has kids, then... You just have to eat that or don't be with somebody that has kids. What do you think about I don't know what your thoughts are, B. I mean, I mean, if he's not there um, and he hasn't been there from the beginning of the jump and she's obviously been holding it down no matter what the struggle is, then, you know, she's she's been holding it down. And if you choose and it's your, you know, it's your choice, if you choose to put yourself in a relationship with someone that you see has to pick up the slack of a um, absentee father, absentee partner in their child's life, then, you know, that's part of the risk. I don't know, or the, or, you know, just the responsibility, not the risk, but the responsibility that you take on by putting yourself in a relationship with somebody who has kids. And I'm sure you knew that uh, baby daddy was no good when you, started dating her before you started um, loving her, loving her kids, moving in together. I would assume, you know, if you're picking up some of the financial burden, I'm assuming that you live together. Um, right. You know, so that's something that you would, you would have known going in and you would have had to make a decision based off of that. And the decision you made was to be with her. Now I can understand being upset about it um, because Yes, you signed up for it, but no, you didn't sign up for that at the same time. Like, you can't help who you love. Right. But you know you're there. So you either have to man up or, <laughs> for lack of a better term, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to man up or just, you know, move on. So yeah. those, are your, those are really your, your, your two choices. I mean, you can talk to her about doing whatever, but even though she puts him on child support, like, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean he's right. going to pay. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah. And that's just um I mean it's a tough situation to be in, especially at this point. I'm sure you care a lot about the kids and you love the mom or else you wouldn't be struggling with uh you know, to even stay or go. Uh, some people would be like, yo, eating up all my money, I'm out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. 
Yeah. I mean, I think there's nothing you can really, really do. You got two choices, like B said. Either you stay and, you know, try to get a better job or, you know, if it's whatever, you got to work some extra hours or figure it out or you just leave. There's there's really no no good choice here. Right. I mean, ultimately what it would um, determine what's the best choice is whatever is going to make you happy. Right. So if you can forget about him not being there financially and you stepping up to the plate and you taking that space financially, then, you know, that's what it is. And helping her, then that's, you know, that's what it is. I mean, should he be there to help her just like he helped her make those kids? Of course, we all know that. We all know that's the case. But is he going to be? Only he knows that. So instead of stressing yourself out about it, just be at peace with the decision to either do it or don't or move on. What were you going to say? I was going to say, you got to make the best of it. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for the question. Uh, Steph, we appreciate it. Um, You know, it's always dope when we get to help our listeners. If you missed it, be sure to catch our recent review on the Regulator Podcast featuring Nick. You can find the Regulator Podcast on Twitter at the Regulator Podcast. That's T-H-E-R-E-G-U-R-A-T-O-R-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. The Regulator Podcast. Shout out to our pod all the time, PN fam. I think we're doing it podcast, raw sex podcast, round around the podcast, real aka the truth podcast, random unnamed podcast, another digital citizen, suburban folk, history of haunting, three peas up in a podcast, the creative, intuitive, and Scarlet TCP. Let's grow, let's grow. And on that note, we're going to end the show here. If quarantine has you craving a little more stud in your life, you can find us on IG and Twitter at Two Studs in a Pod. Please feel free to send us your questions and comments by sliding in our DM or shooting us an email at two studs in a pod at gmail.com. That's T-W-O studs in a pod at gmail.com. Heads up that your question or comment could be shared on an upcoming episode. Two Studs in a Pod is available on multiple major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Radio Public. Gratitude is always the attitude, so we want to say thank you for lending us your ear. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>